This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. You know, Pride Toronto Town Hall was last night, and regarding uh, it was regarding how they move forward after the controversy with Black Lives Matter and their demands to have a police banned from the parade next year. It was open to the public, and reports are that things got heated. We're joined now by our friend in the, in the of the show, Doug Elliott. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show, Doug. Thank you for being here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I understand you, uh, by the way, if you don't know who Doug is, he's a gay rights activist with a long time tied to the uh, Toronto Pride, the Pride Parade in Toronto, or at least uh, Pride Toronto. And you were there last night. So, Doug, uh, please set the stage for us. What happened? Okay, well, it was uh, at the uh, Addislade Auditorium, uh, a large auditorium on Dundas Street East. It was full. Um, It was free to get in. Um, and uh, the board of directors of Pride Toronto were up at the front, all of them, which I thought was very brave of them. Um, and uh, we had an introduction from uh, Chris and Wong Tam, who asked everyone to be very polite and respectful of each other. They had a moderator who set out rules and, again, said everyone should be respectful, let people speak. There were two microphones, and the format was that people could go to the microphone, speak for two minutes, and they would just take notes, and uh, no one was supposed to comment, and they were no response supposed to be given. Um, but in the introduction, the co-chair had said, talked about Black Lives Matter when she spoke of them in praiseworthy terms, and a whole bunch of people jumped up and started hooting and hollering. It became very clear that uh, the hall had been packed with uh, members of or supporters of Black Lives Matter. So I would say maybe like three-quarters of the people there were jumping up and down, cheering for them. And uh, she also uh, made her own feelings clear when she said that uh, the comments that the executive director had made saying that they were not going to honor the agreement they signed, in the parade, signed during the parade. This uh, is the man not. that resigned? Yeah, okay. uh, Matthew Chantelois resigned. He signed an agreement saying he would accede to their demands and then later said that he had only signed it because he was under pressure to keep the parade moving. Uh, she made it clear that he was not speaking for the organization when he said that. And again, a big round of applause and cheers from a significant contingent. <clears throat> so even though you know, it was supposed to be a balanced discussion. It was pretty clear that the fix was in from the beginning. She told the crowd that Pride Toronto had signed an agreement to work with Black Lives Matter on their demands. And I understand the R word racist was being thrown around quite a bit when people expressed opinions contrary to those that the Black Lives Matter members had. Can you confirm that? Yes. Well, it started off pretty well. Uh, People were uh, going to the mics and uh, being uh, stating their points, uh, which weren't all about Black Lives Matter, but they were about other things. Uh, I spoke very early on because I was concerned it was going to deteriorate. Uh, but pretty soon, people started expressing opinions like referring to my previous interview on this show and saying that I obviously was a racist. What? Uh, oh, yes. Wow. Uh, that, that anybody who objected to delay in the parade, they wouldn't have objected if an old truck broke down. So their real motivation must be racism, and they should look it up on the Internet if they don't know what racism is. Listen, if a truck broke down, people would be hooting and hollering going, why is that truck in the middle of the parade? out of the way. You know, Torontonians, we are not quiet. We like to, you know, we like to confess. I was hot and tired, and so were a lot of other people. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of the people there, they're young, and they just don't 
understand. In fact, that was one of the complaints made by one of the other people who pointed out that uh, they had programming for dogs during Pride Month, but none for seniors. Most of the people up there were under 30, and uh, you know the, the work I did with the black community uh, eight or nine years ago, they, they were in high school when that was done, so they've forgotten about it, and they haven't bothered to check it out. Um, anyway, uh, uh, pretty soon, uh, there was a, a person, people started talking about racism, as I say, and one guy stood up and he said, all he said was, um, the, if, Pride, if Black Lives Matter had a problem with the police, they should have filed a complaint under the rules using the dispute resolution process, which is actually a process that I helped create. Mm -hmm. And he he was supposed to be given two minutes to speak. He couldn't get through that short message in his two minutes because someone came right up to him and called him a racist to his face. People were saying racist, racism, racism is violence. We don't feel safe. Throw him out. Wow. And, I bet he didn't feel safe. Uh, not at all. Yeah. And his... Uh, and the, the chair, uh, the co-chair actually turned off his microphone um, and when he was not finished. And she said, uh, your two minutes are up. And the moderator said, no, they're not. Turn his microphone back on. Um, so she, uh, his microphone was turned back on. He finished his presentation and people were yelling and screaming at him. He went back to his seat. I was very concerned for his safety, frankly. But it was at that point that I decided that the whole thing was a circus, um, and, and I left. Uh, it, it disintegrated. You know, it was. It was not a. It was not a respectful discussion. When people were standing up and speaking in favor of Black Lives Matters, and their tactics, and you know, I'm on the record as saying I disagreed with their tactics. I understand their concerns, but mm -hmm. I disagree with their behavior. Um, Anybody who spoke in favor of them and said, you know, we have to remove the police from the parade altogether, they were cheered. Um, it, nobody booed them. Nobody said that anything negative towards them at all. We were all very polite, those of us who disagreed with them. But when anyone stood up to criticize them, they were shouted down. It was like a mob scene. It was really more like uh, something you'd see in, uh, you know, the French A Revolution. Trump rally? A Trump rally, yep, that's a good comparison. It'd be like a, it would be like somebody standing up and and criticizing Donald Trump for misogynism, misogynistic remarks at a Trump rally. That's exactly what it was like. No tolerance for a different point of view at all. That's not democracy. That's not inclusion. That's not diversity. That's not what our community has stood for. I think it was a very sad night for our community. Uh, they they said that they'll be forming a dispute uh, resolution panel to reach a decision on, you, you know, what they said. They signed an agreement to work with Black Lives Matter and their demands on banning the police. How do you pick that panel, Doug? Well, there's supposed to be a panel of independent arbitrators who make these decisions. But uh, these guys, I've already talked to them about uh, a complaint I filed about Bill Watcott, the infamous homophobe, and they clearly did not understand the rules that I wrote for the dispute resolution process. So whether they'll follow the rules that we set up, which are supposed to be qualified, neutral lawyers, okay. based on what I saw last night, I'd be very surprised. I think that the, they're going to 
<clears throat> create a panel of people who are in their pocket who are going to be um, it's going to be predetermined. I hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that they're going to pick neutral decision makers because that's what's supposed to happen. But last night was supposed to be a respectful debate and discussion, and instead it was just uh, a, uh, a a love-in for Black Lives Matter and a mob denunciation of anyone who was critical of them was immediately labeled a racist. Another town hall tonight, right? Do you know? Yeah, uh, with a, with a, they're going to have a slightly different format, but personally, I think it's a waste of time. Wow. So, uh, are you losing? Are you losing your faith in in Pride Toronto right now? I'm not losing my faith in the organization. The organization existed before these managers. I mean, I was there in 1981 at the original one, and the, most of the people running it now weren't even born then, um, and they really don't know our history at all. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a split. Either this group of radicals is going to take over the existing organization and they will bankrupt it, which is what's happened in other places, and a new organization will emerge from the ashes, or they'll be squeezed out and more reasonable, moderate people will take over and they'll run their own protest march if they can organize one because they... They, you know, they didn't seem capable of managing a meeting, so I don't see how they would be able to start a separate organization. Well, Doug, I know you're a busy man. I know you have to be in court, so I'm going to let you go, and I appreciate you being on the show as always. Thanks a lot. All right. And pray for us. I will. Okay, thanks, Doug. Doug Elliott is a, uh, a lawyer, and he's also a gay rights activist, and he was at the meeting last night. We'll see what happens. Another town hall tonight. It's 4.53. This is Talk Radio, AM 640 Toronto. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.